Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of For the Love of the Horse, a podcast celebrating the thoroughbred. I'm Julianne Horseman and I'm proud to bring you good news stories and insights from the Equine Welfare Division of Racing New South Wales. Alec White is a gifted horseman and professional polo athlete who has represented Australia five times. He travelled the world playing polo, winning the Queen's Cup twice and was even presented his trophy by none other than Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. He has had the pleasure of working with thousands of horses and has always had a soft spot for the thoroughbred. Now, with a young family of his own, Alec plays on the high goal circuit in Australia so he can spend most of his time at the family property Belltrees near Scone, where he retrains and rehomes retired racehorses in partnership with Team Thoroughbred New South Wales. Here's our interview with Alec. <laughs> Horses have been a huge part of your career and life in general. Take us back to the beginning. Where did your interest in horses come from? Uh, Yeah, that's correct. I don't think I had much of a choice really with uh, a father like mine, you know, a huge horseman and loved horses. So really before I could walk, I was thrown on a horse and uh, taught how to ride. But uh, yeah, very lucky growing up here at Beltrees on our family farm in Scone to have horses around me my whole entire life. Dad, obviously a, a massive influence on that and a huge role model growing up around him and teaching me day by day. From a young age, a lot of cattle work, we'd always ride a horse. Growing up, the dream and the passion of playing polo obviously came about. How old were you when you started to learn to play polo? Dad did the right thing and a main concern of his was just to be a horseman first and to be growing up to train young horses as well. So I then started to play polo at the age of 10, even a bit younger. We were very lucky here at Scone to have a, a very, very healthy polo club and a, the opportunity to play at the Scone Junior Polo School, where dad teaches 60 to 80 kids over a, a week. And that's a lot of fun. And obviously, the passion grew from that. It was a bug that I couldn't get rid of. You finished school and then went straight into playing polo professionally. Tell us a bit about that. After finishing school, it was funny. I I really, I went away to boarding school in Sydney and loved my sport and rugby and cricket. And there was an opportunity to maybe play a bit more rugby after school, but I couldn't help getting back to my grassroots and, and wanting to be around and with horses every day. So I chose to live my dream, well, to try to pursue my dream in becoming a professional polo player. So straight after school, I came back to the farm and really worked hard on my own polo horses here and then had some very lucky opportunities to go overseas and pursue that dream. It was definitely tough at the start being away from the property and and family and friends, but some amazing opportunities to meet some very, very nice people and see some incredible farms worldwide to play polo and pursue that dream, which, um, yeah, I'm very grateful for. What an adventure. Uh, Were there many thoroughbreds being used as polo ponies, both in Australia and overseas? Yeah, definitely. The the thoroughbred breed brings a certain X factor probably to the game. They're incredible, incredible animals. And the thoroughbred worldwide, uh, if they can adapt and and learn to play polo, it's it's an amazing, amazing achievement. And also it does bring that X factor. I was lucky to play thoroughbreds here in Australia. I was lucky to play English thoroughbreds and even the Australian thoroughbreds are 
world class. They go over to England and play the top level in England with the best players in the world. And then some of them even make it over to Argentina, where it's the toughest competition of all, and do well on the big stage in the Argentine Open with the best players in the world. Oh, that's incredible. What actually makes a good polo pony? What do you look for in them? Obviously, the Australian thoroughbred is a, a very versatile animal. And I think, I think once they enjoy the game and they love it they're literally unstoppable it's so satisfying to train a thoroughbred and see them that click when they when they work out the game and they love it obviously their speed is unbeatable compared to the normal polo breed which makes them just unstoppable you can run around people and at these top level tournaments the fields are remarkable so you are looking for that extra speed and these horses are also very very competitive so that's how they're bred they're trained to get up next to a horse and then overtake it which helps a lot in a polo game when you're running down the field wanting to score a goal if no one can catch you you are unstoppable yeah it sounds like they give you a real edge this is probably a tricky question but can you tell us about the best thoroughbred polo pony you have ever owned probably an emotional connection more with this horse dazzle she was an amazing mare honors list filly which i received actually i got her off my uncle greg bennett at three years old she did a few barrier trials but was unraced i was very lucky to get her at a young age and teach her how to play polo it's it is a long process but I take it slow, as, as I've said, that they've got to enjoy it. That's when you get the most out of them. It was a long, long kind of process, but it was a very special bond. I got to play this horse from three years old all the way up to she was 13 when I sold her. But I was able to play her here in Australia all through her young polo career. And she, she actually won a lot of best playing pony prizes here in Australia. And then I decided to take her over to England and played her in the English high goal for four years, which was very special to have a horse that I trained from a young age to then go over there and compete against the best players in the world. And she still was my favourite the whole time through my polo career. She even won a very prestigious award over there in a, a big semi-final of uh, the best off the track thoroughbred playing that game. So it was a very rewarding process and something that I definitely cherish. Oh, isn't it incredible that something is bred for one purpose, but then is so fit for a completely different purpose? Do you prefer unraced, raced, or it doesn't really matter when you're picking a polo horse? At the start, it's easier to probably train an unraced thoroughbred, but to be honest, once they get that love and enjoyment out of the game, it's it doesn't really matter. The race thoroughbred, there's been some incredible stories of horses that have raced 20 times and then come and play a polo game and they sometimes will compete on a polo field just as they would on a, a racetrack. They are just the most versatile animal and they can adapt to so many different conditions and scenarios and disciplines. Everyone has had success retraining unraced thoroughbreds and raced thoroughbreds and even those raced ones might have a little bit more of a competitive side to them with a horse running you know in front of them they're going to chase them down but end of the day once they love it and enjoy it they then they then become polo horses and i uh, understand a friend of yours sold a thoroughbred mare silver lily to a top international player tell me about that this horse it's the complete all-rounder she was here in australia playing polo from a young age and was winning awards 
obviously turning a lot of heads. Everyone was very interested in her. She got bought by a very well-known polo family, the Perezes from Argentina, to take to England to play in their high goal setup. And for me, the most amazing thing about this horse is her temperament and just such an all-rounder. She she would play one day with uh, a 10 goaler, one of the best players in the world, and then the next day she would go and play with the the patron, the sponsor, at any kind of level. It didn't matter. The horse would just show up and just play to the rider's ability and tick so many boxes. She was an amazing mare and she's still playing. She's 16 years old and had an incredible polo career and one that the Australian thoroughbred industry should be very proud of. Wow, that's incredible. And the longevity as well. I didn't realise they could play for so long. Can you think of many other thoroughbreds excelling in polo, any that you'd like to talk about and highlight? Yeah, we're very lucky to have plenty of success stories of the Australian thoroughbred going overseas and playing in England and then making it to Argentina. They all obviously change names, even a few Spanish names now. One of the most well-known horses from Australian thoroughbred that played in England then went on to Argentina. They called her Tia Loca and she now is breeding amazing polo horses. Look, there's been quite a few actually that have, have started here in Australia, gone over to England and then gone on to the Argentina, which is the toughest competition worldwide. Do you have many thoroughbreds in your string now? Yeah, I've got I've got two amazing mares that um, I'm very lucky to have in my string. With the Australian fields, they, they make for a very fast game and these two horses certainly help me to keep up and, and to play to my ability. They're incredible athletes. One was actually an animal welfare case. She came to us unraced, but incredible horse that I'm just so grateful that I've been able to teach her to play polo and she's certainly thriving in that environment. And another one is a race mare that actually from Queensland and she she's an amazing athlete that just adapts to her conditions and loves to run around people also. Oh, I'm so glad they had happy endings. Do you ever go to the races and spot a small sassy mare and think to yourself, I just have to have her for polo? Uh, Yes, go to the parade ring and see so many beautiful types and well put together horses um, that I'd love to have on the polo field, but they normally come out and win. So they're better off continuing on the racetrack, I think. But yeah, look, the the thoroughbred is an incredible horse and it's it's a beautiful creature to look at when they're well presented and especially in the parade ring before they're about to race. Can't argue with that. One of your cousins actually adopted a couple of horses from Team Thoroughbred for his polo string. How are they going? Yeah, amazing. Two beautiful fillies came along and, and they were ticking all the boxes in temperament and very athletic horses. So they are in a program here, a training program with us and playing some amazing polo here locally at Scone. And I'm sure he's going to enjoy many, many years of some, some great polo with those horses. Oh, that's what we want to hear. Have you rehomed many others into polo? We've had a few. Obviously, Team Thoroughbred have rehomed um, a beautiful black mare to Jack Archibald, who's the Australian captain of polo. Uh, So looking forward to hearing her progress and seeing where she goes. But all reports, she's certainly going ahead well with her training and she'll be on the polo field in no time. I can't talk to you about polo without mentioning you played with Prince Harry against Prince William. How did that happen? Uh, Yes, very 
very lucky opportunity. Um, it was actually a case of being in the right, the right place at the right time. A very good friend of mine was supposed to play that game and actually got injured in the game beforehand. So I got a phone call asking if I wouldn't mind playing with the Princes, which was an interesting phone call and one that I didn't believe was true. So I raced to the polo field and, and got to meet them. Very, very grateful for the opportunity to play with and alongside them and, you know, such incredible role models and and actually really down-to-earth people. They were a lot of fun to play with and against on the polo field and, and talk about their passion for horses as well. No, it was it was an incredible opportunity, one that I won't obviously forget. What an experience. That's um that's incredible. Let's talk about the retraining that you do for Team Thoroughbred from your home at Beltrees. Tell us a bit about your role. My dad and myself and our team here at Beltrees are very, very grateful for the opportunity to, to work with Team Thoroughbred and Racing New South Wales to retrain and rehome these horses. We have 20 at a time here at Beltrees and we mainly focus on just getting the horse back to being a well-mannered, happy horse in, in any kind of scenario or condition. So we're very lucky to have a lot of land here and a lot of open spaces to, to get these horses to be well-relaxed and just Loving being a horse and and then the opportunity to train them to go on and, and, and succeed at any discipline. What is the most common discipline they go to from your property? The most common is probably yeah, show jumping or eventing. They're just so natural at this discipline. The horses come into the program and yes, we take them for long rides and get them to be nice and relaxed. But when you point them at a jump, it's quite rewarding to see how much they enjoy it and the satisfaction out of seeing them, how quickly they adapt to show jumping and eventing with the dressage and even cross country. They get a lot of enjoyment out of the long rides with the occasional jump over over a log and they seem to just yeah really enjoy it do you stay in touch with many of the buyers after they've taken the horse yes certainly we've had um some great feedback from all our buyers and and some that you just can't wipe the smile off your face for, for weeks really when you when you see a photo of the horse that you got day one here and to then go on and, and jump a meter 60 or compete with a, a seven-year-old girl and get a blue ribbon or even not a blue ribbon. It's just the satisfaction out of seeing these horses and how happy they make their new owner is um, it's very rewarding. Absolutely. Have you got a favourite that's come through Beltrees that you can tell us about? We've just recently rehomed the Rumorphile, which is a very, very happy story. He was a successful racehorse from Chris Waller's stable, winning a great race at Rose Hill. So then coming here into the program, he, he just adapted to the program and didn't put a foot wrong and has gone on to make his new owner very, very happy. And, you know, a six-year-old girl that just wants a, a horse to bond with and learn such a happy story and those stories make, make it all worthwhile. Is there anything we haven't talked about that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, the Team Thoroughbred program, really, it's just an amazing program and we're very grateful here at Beltrice to be a part of it. For me, it's a very, very special program that people should certainly um, look into and give them a go because these horses, as I keep saying, are just incredibly versatile. They adapt to all their disciplines that you want to go on and, and train with. And I believe these horses are suited for any discipline and there there are all shapes and sizes and ages the perfect horse is here <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and we'll tune in for the next one in the series. For now, please show your support and stay up to date with the latest Teen Thoroughbred news by following us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.